Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. This is Wednesday, February 24th, 2016, and welcome to the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network, WCWS Revolution. I'm, of course, once again, Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw, back on the line here with you on what has proven so far as of, of course, last night, has proven to be a very action-packed week, and of course, we will continue that trend through tonight and through the next couple of days. Uh, joining me here, of course, t- tonight uh, thus far, we'll hopefully we'll have more come on the line here. Uh, so far, we have on the line here is the Ice Fan, J.D. Jared DiGiralmo, of course, one half of the infamous tag team Ice, uh, of course, the 2015 WWS Hall of Famer, uh, of course, uh, part of Raw Radio in the Outlook and also Wrestling Revisited. <clears throat> also joining us on the line here tonight is, of course, uh, from my neck of the woods here, the home of w- WCWS Trinity, North Carolina. Big Bad Bob Ziegler, yes. <clears throat> and on the chat box here tonight, here from uh, Raw Radio, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Uh, gentlemen, welcome to the Wednesday edition of WCWS Revolution. Well, it's Wednesday night, and it's windy and it's wet, but you know what? We're staying dry, and that's what's going on, however. Yes, indeed. Uh, of course, we were just trying to wet our whistle here with a little bit of wrestling here, and tonight, of course, our wrestling news and our rest of the news and views, of course, will take place as well as, of course, uh, some history and birthdays for today for tonight as well. Also here tonight, here, ladies and gentlemen, we finish off a, we try to, we of course finish a match we started, of course, last night on last night on last night's Revolution, as the lowdown himself, Kendrick Smith, will, uh, of course, uh, I still have the belt in my possession, 
will, will of course, continue to defend the NXT US World Heavyweight Championship against the challenger, Big Bad Bob Ziggler. Of course, we're already up to four questions. With, of course, Kendrick Lee leading that run right now. But Bobby could come back here at any point during this match, so we'll have to wait and see. And, of course, there's another another, another match will take place tonight. As, of course, the, later on, the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rockenbach, will be bringing in the Indy U.S. World Heavyweight Championship as, as she does a title defense of that belt against also big bad Bob Ziegler. <clears throat> so if you care to join us for uh, anything we talk about in the world of professional wrestling here tonight, uh, and of course uh, anything about our trivia title, pay-per-view revolution reborn, or anything or any other thing we have to offer here tonight, please feel free to give us a call here on the on the line here tonight, 1-724-444-7444. That call ID is 138055-POUND. And don't forget to press that one if you if you wish to <clears throat> if you wish like to pose any thoughts or opinions or thought or questions to uh, myself or JD or uh, Bobby or John or anyone else that we have popping on the line here tonight, and uh, we'll definitely like I said read them out on the air and uh, let every and get right back to you on everything. Uh, of course, here tonight we as, as always we always start out with the wrestling news and views of the day. Uh, of course, King NWO Gerard T. Smith has been under the weather uh, for quite some time, so um, he has not been able to make it on. So um, the Iceman uh, J.D. Jerry Geraldo has has graciously filled in um, and, uh, and and has, has provided us with with some wrestling tidbits. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, J.D., uh, if you if you don't mind, sir, again one more time, please provide us with what you have going on in the world of wrestling tonight. Well, I'm going to need a couple of minutes. Why isn't John going to the dates and birthdays first? Well, I'm still uh, preparing the last minute and some a couple of last minute stories here before we go to the news desk. Okay, that sounds good. That sounds all right because John already has two or three up for tonight. We'll go on right ahead to the human space machine, John Gross, who is busily uh, stockpiling the rest, the rest of history for tonight here. For of course, for this date, February the 24th, I'll go ahead and uh, read what he has thus far. On this date in 1991, oh, 15 years ago. Hmm. No, 25 years ago, I should say. Hmm. Yep. The fabulous Freebirds defeated Doom to win the <coughs> WCW World Tag Team Championship. Oh. And how fitting is it, though, that the Freebirds might be going into the Hall of Fame this year, too? Absolutely. Absolutely. Super Fantasia. <coughs> oh, okay. That sounds good. Uh, also, on this day in 1995, which was about uh, 20. Let's see. Mm. Let me see. That was ninety-two. You said ninety-five. That was exactly twenty-one years ago. Twenty-one years ago. That's right. Thank you, JD. Dan the Beast Severn defeated Skip, who was known, of course, uh, also known as Chris Candido, to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, wait and see what else John has here on the table. He still likes it. <clears throat> Sifting through everything, stockpiling everything. Okay, here we go. On this date in 2002, the WWAA presented. <laughs> this is interesting. This WWAA presented uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, presented a pay per view known as Revolution. <laughs> this was the first live wrestling pay per view not presented by WWE since the sale of WCW. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, and, of course, in this one, I believe John's got uh, got some uh, highlights of this. Eddie Guerrero defeated Psychosis and Juventud Guerrero to win the WWA International Championship. Okay. Okay. Let's see what else John has here on the table here for us. On this day in 2003, <clears throat> a 20-man battle royal was held on Raw since, since I think since 1995, in where Booker T last eliminated The Rock to gain a shot at Triple H's title at WrestleMania 19. Yes, okay, that was a good match between Booker T and Triple H at WrestleMania 19. I remember seeing that. And John said he has more. He's 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 just his computer is acting a little bit slow. I mean, of course, my mind does that too sometimes. That's okay, John. <clears throat> like I said, just uh, <clears throat> just uh, take your time on that. Uh, and uh, while you do that, like I said, of course, ladies and gentlemen, of course, tonight we have two ma- one match to finish here in the Revolution Reborn Trivia Title Pay Per View Series. As like I say, Kendrick and the Lowdown Smith will, will finish. The, will the, is, will continue to defend the NXT US World Heavyweight Title against Big Bad Bob Ziggler. And also, of course, uh, our next, our match, our main match tonight will be the last kicker, Anne Marie Rockenbach, defending the Indy US World Heavyweight Championship, and also against Big Bad Bob Ziggler. So Big Bad Bob could possibly walk out of here with two belts tonight. So. Uh, Big Bad Bob, uh, I'm sure, like I said, you're you're waiting your whistle here on this, hopefully, to, to capture some gold here tonight. Yeah. So, absolutely. So, looking forward to continuing to hopefully put a belt on your wall right there. <laughs> so, there you go. Um, and also, like I said, just to continue to let everyone know, uh, once again, uh, <clears throat> uh, like I said, King NWO Gerard T. Smith, we, we sent our thoughts and prayers to him tonight. And like I said, he's just a little bit, uh, been a little bit under the weather, and, <clears throat> and we hope, like I said, he does get the feeling better. Oh, excuse me. Definitely. Excuse me. Thank you. Of course, the weather changes for on me. Sometimes it tends to bother my my sinuses there. Uh, <clears throat> and also, we have a guest five on coming on here tonight. Uh, guest five. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the show here this evening. And um, look forward to look forward to like I said talking about a bunch of stuff regarding the world of wrestling. Uh, uh, JD, while John's computer, while John tries to get some more uh, history uh, logged on here, if you if you have any news already, yeah, stop, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 I do. Go, go, I'll go ahead. I'm going to turn over here, John. Just go ahead. Whenever you get ready, I'll read some more here. We'll just kind of cut in between. Do all this stuff. It sounds pretty darn good. So, uh, so JD, go ahead. Like any news you got, go ahead. Let's go ahead and hear what you got to say, please. Okay. Uh, according to reports, Seth Rollins and Zara Schreiber are no longer together. According to reports, Pro Wrestling Sheet reports that the couple quickly parted ways last month. She has now moved into a new place, as seen in pictures on her Instagram account. Rollins and Schreiber have been dating since early last year, and of course, she had made news a year ago when Nazi-themed pictures posted to her Instagram account, account excuse me, back in 2012 were discovered, leading to her eventual release from WWE. The two seem to be doing in the aftermath following that, however, but it is not clear yet why they have split. Um, also, 
Apparently, however, uh, if I can just find it, I just wrote this down a few minutes ago. Apparently, Total Divas viewership is down once again this week, however, in more ways than one, as they dropped down to 777,000 viewers after last week, however, a rating of 808,000. So it continues to drop for the fifth week in a row, however. The last time it was any good, however, oddly enough, was January 19, with 1.12 million viewers. But since then, they continue to slide, and this week was no exception. Speaking of dropping numbers, however, in more ways than one, however, apparently TNA's numbers are also down this week, however. After last week's number of 273, they dropped down last night, however, to 210,000 viewers. So needless to say, it was a rough night on both networks uh, in more ways than one. Uh, also tonight, however, we saw Bailey and Carmella take on the team of Nia Jax and Ava Marie on NXT. As a result, Bailey and Carmella, however, lost that matchup. And also on the show tonight, we had Chad Gable and Jason Jordan taking on Leslie Blake and Buddy Murphy. Tomasio Siapa taking on Bull Dempsey, however, mind you. And also Chris Gerard taking on Apollo Crews. Now, other news to report. According to Wrestling Observer Live, Shane is very possibly set to continue appearing on WWE TV past WrestleMania. While details on the creative match with The Undertaker is being kept tight right now, it is believed that he's not just being used for the show itself. This site is also noting, however, according however, that fans could expect an edgier product between now and WrestleMania, so it looks like things are heating up in that regard. Uh, also, speaking of which, Howard WWE Raw has, or excuse me, WWE has announced that on Monday, May 23rd, Howard, the night after uh, Payback, which will be held in possibly maybe Newark, New Jersey, or somewhere else, they will be having Monday Night Raw in Baltimore, Maryland. And in another city, Howard, to report last night, Howard, following during the SmackDown tapings in Indianapolis, Indiana, last night, it was reported, however, that. Night of Champions will be held on September 25th, however, in Indianapolis. However, a good friend of mine I know will be going to that. However, a very good friend of mine, and I'm sure it's a lot of his friends. And it will be held at the Banker's Life Fieldhouse. And as we told you last night, however, there are two big events coming up this Monday night in Music City, as it should be a wild night in Tennessee. First, of course, it will be Sasha Banks, the boss from Boston, taking on the Irish last kicker. No, not our lovely Anne-Marie Reckenbach, our other lovely Irish last kicker, Becky Lynch. The winner of that will be taking on Charlotte, possibly at WrestleMania, baby. And also there have been rumors, and now we can confirm, as we talked about early, midway through the show last night, and now we can confirm as of today, it's official. The Undertaker will be at Monday Night Raw this Monday night in Music City, USA, for the first time since November. And I'm sure he'll have a lot to say after what went down in Detroit, Brock City, last Monday night. So other than that, that's about it. Oh, and also... I have gotten confirmation, believe it or not, from our own king of Will, Gerard T. Smith. He just told me that they have now announced, however, that they have now maybe changed the name of the Bull Club to Bulletproof. And it looks like it will be Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson, and Finn Balor, believe it or not, being called that name now. We don't know when they're going to debut, but I would not be surprised if they debut, possibly, after WrestleMania. So that's all we got for right now. Oh, thank you, J.D. Thank you very much there, of course. Also, uh, King NWO, Gerard Christmas, I will give you a give you kudos there as well. They're my man. Uh, I'd like to help you get the fan button. Please, like I said, try to get back on as soon as you can. Uh, John also is is, uh, is also just continuing to stockpile the uh, pieces of history, and he's got about three or four more up here. We'll go ahead and read what he has so far, like I said, for today, February 24th, as we finish. 
five years ago tonight, which would be, I think be 2011, WWE signed Mystico. Of course, now of course everyone knows him as Sin Cara. And also, not not to be and not to be outdone, according to what John says, TNA had a big night that night as well when Kurt Angle ruined Double J and Karen's wedding vows, and Sting won the TNA title over Jeff Hardy. Okay. And also, John says, believe it or not, happy second birthday to the WWE Network. Yes, that's right. Yes. The, the, network, the network launched on this day, February 24th in 2014. Okay. Huh. That same night, Hulk Hogan made his return to the WWE since December of 2007, announcing that he would guest host WrestleMania 30. And the Undertaker, Undertaker also made his return to challenge Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 30 as well. And John says no more histories, and believe it or not, no uh, no wrestling birthdays tonight. So, uh, <clears throat> so believe it or not, here that's uh, that's all we got here on the table here. Uh, uh, John, thank you very much for providing the wrestling uh, history history tonight, and also JD, thank, and of course, uh, got to give kudos to King and WWRT Smith for passing along some information to you as well. JD, thank you very much here, but to both, of course, King Ice, you know, your like I said, the W the, the the premier WCWS uh, news team right here, of course, like I said, the one and only uh, King Ice. <clears throat> and John said, actually, uh, uh, he says he John says he might have another one, but he he's not one hundred percent certain if this happened on this date or not. But um, but he's gonna mention it anyway. On uh, in two thousand, Billy Gunn was injured in a match against the Dudley Boys. I think believes. so, yeah, if I remember that, yeah. And he said he eventually wrestled at No Way Out through, 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 even though having the injury, he still wrestled at No Way Out. So about this, so, so J.D., or do you know what he's referring to? I think he went through a table, and that's maybe when the something went in his back, however. I think it was like a piece of the wood went into his back, and it kind of sliced him up a little. I think he was out of action for a couple of weeks or a month or two, I remember. I somewhat remember this, however, and I think it was mm-hmm. on SmackDown. Okay, all right. So, but he went through, like I said, he wrestled at the following pay-per-view, even though still having the injury. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, according to what John says, uh, John, thank you very much for bringing that here to our attention. Uh, excuse, uh, excuse me, one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. 444 Call ID 138055-POUND. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network. Of course, I'm referring to WWS Revolution. Of course, I am Mr. WCWS Chad Hinchell back on the line here with you. And, of course, joining me on the line here tonight thus far is uh, the Iceman J.D. Jared DiGirolamo, of course, from Raw Radio, Indie Outlook, and also Wrestling Revisited. Of course, he's also a 2015 WCWS Hall of Famer. Also here tonight uh, from uh, my neck of the woods here in uh, the home of WCWS, Trinity, North Carolina, Big Bad Bob Ziegler. And also here tonight, here on the chat box, here um, the human suplex machine, John Gross from Raw Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we continue to wait for, of course, the next line will be, of course, to go, to finish to finish the, uh, like I said, the, the, the title match. Of course, we started last night between Kendrick Lowdown Smith and Big Bad Bob Ziggler. Uh, Kendrick has not yet made it back into made it back in yet, so we will uh, we will we will definitely uh, we will definitely like I said. Continue to wait on that, and of course, like said, earlier today he hasn't entered back yet. So. 
Okay, I mean, I think he said last night he was going to make it on, so. Yeah, that's what he said last night, yeah. And MLD just told me uh, as soon as she can, she will make it in when she can, just to let you guys know. Okay, thank you very much. They're JG for keeping up with that as well. <coughs> and also here tonight, of course, uh, Big Bad Bob Ziggler will have an opportunity, like I said, not only to to po- hopefully capture the NXT U.S. World Heavyweight title, but, of course, tonight he will go one-on-one with the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rockenbach, with the Indy U.S. World Heavyweight title on the line here as well. <coughs> and she'll be coming on here, like I said, here during our 10 o'clock hour. And in the meantime, like I said, uh, we'll uh, throw a couple. We'll throw a couple of things out there. Uh, uh, <clears throat> we have, didn't really get into any sort of point of view about this. Like I said, while we like to continue to wait for everyone here, we're a little bit ahead of schedule here, so I'll go ahead and talk about it. Uh, the angle and JD, of course, I got to get. You, and we talked about this, of course, during our review of. Of, uh, Monday, of of Monday Night Raw last of yeah Monday Night Raw Monday night, <clears throat> uh, but I've got to throw that throw that here to you again. Uh, uh, is the, the this is angle involving Shane O'Mac Shane McMahon? Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, in your opinion, was this was this an expected angle? Um. Truth be told, no, I don't think it was because Shane's been out of the company for so long, however, and they've been talking for weeks and months on end, however, that John Cena was going to be that person. And uh, when we saw the award being given to Stephanie McMahon, we just thought Shane was going to be there to rub his uh, sister's nose into the dirt, however, and dig up old uh, memories and uh, kind of uh, berate her in a way. I mean, he sort of like was... Like becoming the new, I mean, as I said it before, the new Michael Corleone in a way. I mean, Vince is always the dawn, but the new Michael Corleone in this case was Vince, however. And in this case, Stephanie was put as the Fredo role because Stephanie was told by Shane, however, basically, yeah, you've run this all this time. How is your husband? What have you done? I mean, what you've just run it to the ground. You've seen the rain stake it decline, however. And you think that, I mean, even though some people they can't get hurt. Blame them for being hurt, whatever. But like Shane said in his promo, and we say it too. But at the same time, what have they done in the past few years or the time that they've been on television? It's like they've let a lot of people walk out the door on their own terms. I mean, case in point, CM Punk, uh, Daniel Bryan. I'm not saying it was Daniel Bryan's fault, however, they walked out because he was injured and he'd been injured a couple times before. But before <clears> that, he'd been in the business 16 years. Now you're letting Brie Bella go out, and I understand she wants to spend time with her husband. And that's great and all dandy. But you take a look at guys, like I said, CM Punk, Wade Barrett. They're not even talking about renegotiating his contract, and they've kind of buried Wade Barrett. So they just continue to get egg on their face at opportune times, and part of it's their fault, you know, and it's just it's sad. Right, exactly, exactly. Uh, and, of course, he, he's brought up the the – the the huge amount of of, of wrestling injury of, of wrestlers being out due to injury, mm-hmm. and of course of course I mean we could we could probably run down a small list. I mean, uh, right now who's down? Uh, Cena is down. Orton is down. Rollins is down. Uh, Cesaro I believe is is down too. I believe. Yeah, and, and, uh, and you got a couple of those guys coming back before and after Mania, like Cesaro and Orton <clears throat> and Cena, and Rollins is still. Not close to being 100% yet, but he's fighting back every day if he wants to get back in the ring. However, so they got to get some of these guys healthy again. Right, and I mean the thing is, uh, one thing that's that's really kind of curious to me is is the thing that, Sh- that when, what Shane McMahon alluded to about 
you know, this thing that he, almost like he was saying he bailed his father out or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 it leads me to wonder what that, what that could be. Yeah. I mean, what, what is, what is it, what is this thing right here that he has dangling over, you know, his dad's head? I mean, um, and then all of a sudden, you know, Vincent, man, I think to try to make himself, you know, probably try to help him get out of this hole. What does he do? He gives his son. His son said he wants control of all. And what and what happens? Uh, he said he'll give it to you on one condition that you wrestle the Undertaker at WrestleMania inside of the cell. Yeah. Um, so, and I mean, did Shaman Man look like he was concerned <clears throat> about that? I mean, to me, it didn't look like he was that concerned about it. I mean, do you think Shane might have something else up his sleeve, possibly? I think he does. I mean, like I said, I mean, the taker, as you know, of the last few years, however, has said, however, he wanted to go out on his terms, however. I mean, we thought a few years ago in New Orleans, we had seen the last of him in New Orleans, however. Then this last year, you had the whole Bray Wyatt thing and the Brock Lesnar thing, however. And after what happened with Brock, I thought, oh, taker's done, he's going to hang it up. But I think with this being the last year, maybe that some people are saying that this could very well be the last year, however. I think uh, he may have talked to Vince, or Vince may have talked to him over the hall like the last month or two and say, hey, if you want to go come back how one last time, how what do we have to do to bring you back? And I think those two probably had discussions, and I think it was probably at this point when the taker said, you know what, let me come back as a heel. Let me do it one more time as a heel, if you'll let me. And I think Vince honored that request. Right, and so that's what, so this angle with Shane McMahon apparently uh, was probably started for this, for this particular purpose, obviously, mm-hmm. to get Undertaker on pretty much on in a, in a sense on 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 Vince on Vince and Stephanie's side pretty much, you know, just, you know saying you know this, this uh, you know Shane you know, Shane's come back and he's giving us a little bit of trouble. Can you deal with him or whatever like that? I mean that's apparently Undertaker apparently didn't seem, didn't seem to mind it. I mean it could be something like uh, you know when he did the Ministry of Darkness thing and uh, excuse me okay. Uh, Sorry. Uh, that it could be the what Undertaker did, like uh, whenever they signed that that match at Fully Loaded. I think it what was it in uh, in ninety eight or ninety nine. Whenever uh, uh, the first Blood match for the title, it was him, him and Austin. And the thing about it is, is that uh, uh, that uh, if the Undertaker was the no, if the Undertaker uh, oh, thank you, John. I appreciate that. He was telling, he was telling me, uh, yeah. Um, that if, you know, if, uh, 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 oh, oh crap, what was it? Uh, that if the Undertaker won the belt from Austin, that, that Austin will never see another belt, another title shot again. But if, but if Austin won it, then that means that Vincent Mann would put his career on the line or something like that. Yeah. But then, Undertaker said that that they said forget about business. This is this is thing was personal between me and 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 Stone Cold and all that stuff. So I mean, I mean this could come out the same this, under the same thing pretty much. Uh-huh. You know that you know yes they said the 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 heck with the situation that between you know you and your son and your daughter. I mean it mean I mean that mean uh uh you know all I want to do is like he says it's it's just uh I mean. I mean, I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this for me. I mean, pretty much that 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 kind of mentality. 
Well, the but, thing is, I mean, for the longest time, I mean, even when WCW went out of business, I mean, they should have done something like this eons ago, and they never got to do it because the thing actually took a big steaming pile of crap all over it, and it just never worked out. I think this time they might have something better in their cards, however, mind you. Certainly. And now, speaking of WCW, just because from what I I always, the stories that I've always heard about what was going to be the eventual future of WCW, Um, you know, I mean, there was a story, of course, that Eric Bischoff was trying to buy WCW before it went under, before Vince McMahon was even in the, probably in the picture, what have you. And I thought he said Eric Bischoff was on the verge of buying it mm-hmm. through him and some other organization, whatever. But then all of a sudden, the sale, it didn't, all of a sudden it just went kablooey. It never went through because I think it eventually went, I think it was Vince McMahon offered probably more money for the company than, than, uh, um, than what Bischoff was offering, whatever. But what what got me to thinking, you know, with all this, what if Bischoff, well, say, for example, that somehow Bischoff was able to, to get a hold of WCW. Do you think that, let me pose a question here. Do you, do, you think, do you think it would have lasted a little bit longer and then eventually would have faded off, or do you think that it would have just ended just like, just, just like it eventually did? Well, that's a good question. They could have gone a few more months, however, with the talent they got. I think what hurt them was, however, is that Jamie Kellner, as we saw in the Rise and Fall of WCW DVD, however, say, or Bischoff say, in that DVD, and we've heard stories from other people and other DVDs on other places say that the Turner Network, I think, knew they were hemorrhaging money. I think 2000 was their worst year to date. I mean, after what happened in 1999, when Russo came in, he thought he was going to start writing his crash TV because he didn't have Vince McMahon to work for. Whereas when he got in there in 2000, like late middle of late 99, he had guys like J.J. Dillon and Bill Bush and Ed Farrar working with him. And they thought, Bruce and Farrar, they're going to write their kind of television. But I think once 2000 began, however, they realized they had those guys and also Terry Taylor, Kevin Sullivan, and those guys. And it just... He thought he could get away with that, however, and it was guys like Sullivan and those guys pushing the lower-end guys down, however, and pushing the bigger guys, however, that have always been friends of Sullivan and all the big uh, office people like Hogan, Savage, Luger, Flair. And that's why guys like Benoit and those guys finally said, hey, we're getting tired of getting screwed around. We're getting tired of being pushed around like these little pitiful giants, however, or little giants, if you will. And we need to explore options. We need to either go to Japan, back to ECW, another federation that will appreciate us. And I think, however, the real knife in the heart came, however, not just when Benoit and them left to go to WWE. I think the real knife in the heart came really, I think, probably... I want to say late spring, early summer of 2000, I think, when they brought in like David Arquette to win the world title, however, and to hype up, ready to rumble, and they tried to make sure people were going to watch this movie and uh, stick with us how, stick with us all this time, how, maybe they'll back us up. And it didn't work. And even when they turned Goldberg heel, however, they were expecting that big announcement we talked about before in June of 2000. They thought, oh, we got a great announcement coming up on the Great American Press. You thought, oh, who's going to be going to be is it going to be a big name wrestler is it going to be a big name shocker like something that we have not seen or we've seen before but hopefully they'll change and what happens 
it failed. And then you had the whole Hogan Rusev, Jared Bash at the Beach incident, and it just continued to snowball from there. But and eventually, like I said, it just faltered down until, like I said, it just went under in March of 2001. Yep. Of course, everyone remembers what the very last match of of that was, which I won't go into any much detail about that because... It's funny, uh, I mean, you talk about, it's funny we mentioned that because they were the second match on the very first night trophy round for two, I mean, after Pillman and Lager, and that was when Luger showed up, and then they closed it out six, almost six years later, however, five and a half years later in Panama City. Yeah, that's, it is, and I mean, some people were, were some people have talked about it to this very day, you know, you know, if, if, like I said, WCW were to last, were, were to last today, you know, I mean, could could it last? Could it survive with you know everything that WWE is doing with every with of course uh, TNA, Ring of Honor, and all, and all, all <laughs> that? Could could it could it eventually survive? I mean, honestly, I mean, it'd be hard to say. Excuse me, but I mean, I personally would love to, to, to see them give it a try because I mean, you know, I mean, like I said. You know, you, you would you would still have the opportunity to see, you know, guys compete like, uh, you know, I mean, even though some of them who who was competing may, who who might hold like the upper echelon like that might be helping to run the company or whatever, you know, you might still have your guys like Nash and Sting and Flair and uh, maybe Goldberg might be in the mix. I mean, heck, heck, even Buff would probably still be pretty popular now. Mm-hmm. And it said, and then what? It said what eventually happened that, you know, he wrestled one match on Raw, and that's the last time anybody saw him on TV, until of course TNA later on. But I mean, exactly. So, uh, but I mean, I've always wondered if, if it had gone, if the, if, if the WCW thing had gone a little bit differently, uh-huh. um, I was I was wondering if. I was always wondering if you know how how it would how it would eventually survive, and I mean I, I mean I'm sure we will, I'm obviously we will probably never know that answer, but it's just it's just a it, it's just a thought. Uh-huh. It's just it's just a thought. I mean we just have to always have to wait. We just have to you know. And and John even quoted as saying. Buff Bagwell's first match in WWE was 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 for the WCW title, and that was kind of a joke. But uh, but of course, like I said, the last time anybody saw Buff Bagwell on WWE programming, uh, Kurt Angle and Stone Cold were beating up on him after they beat up on Booker T and threw him right out the door, right there in front of him. <coughs> so so, uh, but. Uh, well, this, like I said, I mean, well, we can still always dream and wonder about these things, mm-hmm. but but we'll just have to we'll just have to go from there. Uh, let's see here: one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. You are of course listening to the Mothership broadcast of the WWS Radio Network. Uh, WWS Revolution. I'm of course Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw. Uh, Joining me on the line here tonight for February 24th. Uh, 
2016. And, uh, oh, okay. Uh, and, uh, and you know, <clears throat> I think I think I might have had a little bit of a surprise. Uh, I might have a little, little bit of a little surprise, and I'll reveal this surprise here in just a few moments. Uh, but anyway, I have on the line here with me the Iceman, J.D. Jared D. Girolamo, <clears throat> of course, part of Raw Radio, in the Outlook and Wrestling Revisited. Uh, also, um, of course, the first 2015 w, w, um, Hall of Famer. Uh, I won't keep saying that again. Also from the home of WWS right here, my hometown here, Trinity, North Carolina, my good friend, Big Bad Bob Ziegler. <clears throat> and also uh, joining us on the chat box here tonight, uh, from Raw Radio, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. And also, like I said earlier, I said Guest 5 is on. And I do believe we have an idea as to Guest 5 is. Uh, uh, I think... Um, and I will, we won't. I won't say anything further, with the with the exception of uh, I don't think anybody else can answer with a "Hey yo." Uh, mm. I think we. I think we might have an idea as to who mm. guest number five is, who has made it on here. Uh, yes, it is. It is. It is. It is indeed. <clears throat> of course, uh, the other half of the uh, tag team news duo known as simply as King Ice. I'm referring to King. NWO Gerard T. Smith. Like I said, he is the mainstay of the radio network and the COO of WWS. Also, he's a 2014 WWS Hall of Famer. And uh, Gerard, what, my, my, my friend, and John says, yes, five. I think the mystery has been withheld. Yes. <laughs> so there, you, there you go. So, Gerard, my man, uh, welcome here, of course. Uh, is of course right now just me. Of course you heard me, and of course I said JD, and also Bobby's here, and John is on the chat box as well as you are, there, my man. So I'm glad you. I haven't heard in. anything from Kendrick, so I don't know if he's coming on or not. Okay. Uh, well, well, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, the NXT US World Heavyweight Championship match, like you said, is being delayed. We're still trying to wait the arrival to see if the current NXT US champion. Kendrick Lowdown Smith will be able to come back on and we'll be able to make it back on. Uh, and like I said, we'll give it a couple more minutes. If if Kendrick cannot make it on, then what I'm going to probably have to do is, because uh, I have I have the main match tonight, the person there's uh, standing by ready to, ready to pop on here. Um, oh, and Chad, just to give you an update real quick, how are your boys beat NC State in basketball tonight? 80-68 to 68 has gone final. Oh, okay. And my boys oh. are losing to Louisville here, 66-60 with 20 seconds ago. So, unfortunately, Pitt, who needed a big win tonight against Louisville and picked Patino, however, will trip on this one to fall to 19-8, and 8-7 of the conference. And they got a big date, a huge date, this Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock on CBS against Coach K and the Blue Devils as they come to Pittsburgh. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, that's good. Cool. I'll tell you what, college basketball is starting to heat up here big time here, fellas. Big so. time. Yeah, big time. Yes, indeed. Um, and, of course, like I said, uh, next month, of course, March Madness will be firing up here as, as never yes. before. Of course, obviously. obviously of course. And now Carolina is a one seed in the tournament. Carolina is what? Carolina is a one seed in the tournament right now. The NCAA tournament. Oh, the NCAA tournament? They're showing that they would be a one seed right now. 
I think they're going to be a three oh. or I think they're going to be a three or a four because I think you look at Nova and they're tough as hell. And Oklahoma's not far behind. I think they would be at three if I'm going to be the NCAA I, mean, I would say Carolina's at three right now. Right, exactly, exactly. It depends on how they do in Washington in the ACC tourney in D.C. and who they get in round one. I mean, hell, we could Certainly. have North Carolina Duke in the championship for God's sake, or North Carolina Notre Dame like we saw three weeks ago. Yeah, of course. I said it'd be kind of interesting to say, I don't even know how many ACC teams will be able to make it in the tournament this year because – well, Louisville isn't in. You can't Louisville out because they're banned from it. Right. So you're looking at seven, eight deep, maybe nine deep this year in that tournament. Is Syracuse back in, is Syracuse back in the mix? No, I think them and Louisville are the only two that cannot go this year unless they found a way to appeal to the NCAA. I think Notre Dame, Pitt, Duke, Clemson, mm. G-Tech, Notre Dame. Right. And then yeah. I think... I think uh, Virginia's in, so seven. Yeah, looking at seven or eight deep for this tournament. Virginia, okay. Virginia, that slowdown style, that's a team that you want to be very, very careful about because I know, and I've watched them the last three or four years, and every time they have that slowdown tempo, they can keep team in the 50s. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've heard some stuff about that. Yeah. Oh, man. That's big time. That's big time. Like I said, Carolina – Always by skin of their teeth, try, always tries to make it in, in the NCAA tournament. But, but you know, there's been a lot of heartbreakers, a lot of disappointments each time uh, on a different occasions. I mean, I remember some years ago they got beat by, uh, I'm trying to remember this one school, it was a few years ago, uh, Weber, Weber State. Yeah, from Utah. They're Utah, yeah. So, the big I mean, so, yeah, so. I mean, big time team like the Tar Heels was knocked out like a small from a small pride team like that. I mean, some great some great plays here and there. So, uh, well, like I said, it's already to the ten o'clock hour, and and Bobby, what we'll what we'll have to do is we'll re, we will get in contact with Kendrick Lowdown Smith and let and tell him and uh, inform him we'll have to do this we'll have to finish this match. We'll try to finish this match. If not this week, then next week we will definitely get this match taken care of. But, uh, but, uh, but I will save the question that John did ask. And this uh, that will be that will still be the startup question for that, and we'll be at question number five. So we'll be at the halfway point of that match. So what we're going to do is, since I already have, since I already have both uh, both combatants here for this for this next match. I guess we can possibly be. So, so I guess so. I guess we can go ahead and take care of the other match here. Uh, Fine. So. So. <clears throat> yeah, but um, anyway, we'll go ahead. Ladies, and take care of that. We'll have, like I said, unfortunately, a rain check on the NXT US World Heavyweight Title match, and that bet will be put in safekeeping until. We we reach I reach uh, we we re- get in contact with Kendrick Smith, and we'll find out when he can uh, we can we can finish the match between him and Big Bad Bob for the NXT US World Title. But in the meantime, we will go ahead and take care of this other match. And what we'll do is that match will still be considered number sixteen, so that that right there will not be taken away from it. But we'll go ahead to number seventeen, and. <clears throat> So, uh, and of course, remember tomorrow night, 
Uh, special uh, on the NWO Wolfpack will be the Top Heel World Tag Team titles as the Attitude Duo, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, and the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Nas, will defend against both Bobby <coughs> and Anne. So, and Friday night will be a special thing because we'll also we'll finally be having our Ministry of Darkness Fantasy Stable pay-per-view Friday night on the Friday edition of Revolution. So, a couple of quick notes there before we go and get started with this match. Uh, uh, JD and John, uh, well, I will need you, of course, to assist assist with uh, JD. Of course, you will keep score, please. Yep, we got it. There uh, you go. Okay. All right. And uh, and uh, and uh, John, like I said, if you want to provide two or three questions for this, you can. JD, of course, the same as well. Gerard, if you have a couple as well, bud, please feel free to bring them to us, and we would love to hear what you have there, partner. And uh, and uh, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll go we'll go ahead and get this thing going. Uh, <clears throat> make sure that uh, turn up a little bit here, so that way Ann will be able to hear me. And and Gerard said he will definitely come up with some questions as well. So whatever questions he has, I will I will pose along to uh, I will pose along to this as well. Um, <clears throat> before, of course, we get get going here. Keep in mind this is being this mark this mark on your. Um, folder, a file, whatever you got, got there, JD. This is match number seventeen. Yep, got it. So, okay, okay, all right. <clears throat> but uh, uh, so uh, match number seventeen, we'll start commencing here momentarily. Uh, first off, I won't. I won't. Hold on, stand by for one. Come out for one second. <coughs> I think Ann's trying to tell me something. Yeah. Okay, I got it. I got it straightened out now. I got it straightened out. Okay. Uh, and if you will, if you will, uh, for the time being, please provide me with 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 the belt in question. Whoa, Villanova got beat tonight. Who? Villanova, the number one. Oh, against oh. Xavier. Yeah, I, I I saw a little bit of that in the first half before I came on. Yeah, I I only watched a little bit of the game. I didn't know they that that went final then. Okay. Okay. Oh my goodness! Incredible. You don't know what can happen with college basketball, man. Y'all got to look at it real carefully. Absolutely. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll go ahead and get started here with match number 17. Uh, Like I said, in the trivia title series, WWS Revolution Reborn. And this is for, and uh, of course, following this matchup is scheduled for 10 questions, general wrestling trivia. It is for the Indy U.S. World Heavyweight Championship. Introducing first the challenger from Trinity, North Carolina, Big Bad Bob Ziggler. Ziggler. Whoa, nice effects. And his opponent from <coughs> from, from Jacksonville, Arkansas. She is the defend, current and defending Indy U.S. World Heavyweight Champion, the one and the only last kicker, and Marie Rickenbacker, not me, Rockenbach. 
And uh, before we get this match going here, underway here, I do have to notice that we have someone climbing on in here to the uh, to the line to the studio here, and it is yes, indeed, it is the one and the only <clears throat> Black Widow herself, the lovely, lovely Michelle Lynn Dodds, of course, the Paula Heyman to Gerard's Paul Heyman, part of the Attitude Duo that brings you Attitude Radio every Saturday night at nine, right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, Michelle, welcome to the Wednesday edition of Revolution. Hello. Hi, Michelle. You're just Hello. in time. You're just in time, my dear. Um, we have postponed the NXT US title match from last night. Kendrick has never never made it on, unfortunately. So that match has been postponed. We're still going to have it, but it's been postponed. So we're now going to be doing the. I did not. I forgot what match this was for, but I found out here just now. And is, def- and is defending the Indy U.S. belt against Bobby. That's what the match is. So, oh. so we're so, and of course, like I said, as always, if you have one or two questions you want to chime in, I have. Um, of course, I, of course, I have. Like I said, the the the, the regular cast cast of characters here, of course. Uh, um, but uh, also, I have a. Special guest on the chat box. We won't say who it is right now, uh, J.D. We'll wait on that. Yes, and, and real quick, uh, Chad, just to give you guys another quick uh, news update, however, this is going to make you guys smile a little bit. It looks like Bailey could be on her way up soon to the WWE. She had a point meeting with the office today, and there's a picture of her actually right next to the uh, sign with a little bit of a thumbs up and smile across her face. So it looks like we're going to see the huggable, lovable Bailey, my girl from California, making her way to the roster very, very soon. Ooh, can't wait to see that. Definitely can't wait to see that. So we'll definitely have to be watching out for that. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, and I have now, of course, as as I said, I have taken I have taken possession. Uh, and John says, "Looks like the WWE is getting out of the fall from grace." Hmm. That could be. Could be. Uh, and and of course, I I have been I have been given the Indy U.S. World Title Belt. Bobby, you have seen the belt. Yeah. As as always, okay. <laughs> and and of course, like I said, uh, as, just keep in mind, <laughs> questions one through nine is one one point each, and question number ten is five points each. One of the most points takes the belt home with him tonight. So, uh, last kicker, Big Bad Bob. I wish you both the very, very best of luck. By all means, please shake hands and 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 and. and, 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 and yeah. Sorry. Oh, but okay. Come out sneezing. I mean, no, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's everyone's, everyone's <laughs> definitely sneezing tonight. Yeah. That kind yeah. of night. With, I mean, with the weather changing, the rain and everything, it's been crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> curse, curse, JD. Curse, curse, curse. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now I'm. T- I I I I uh, I uh, pick your brain on that, but. Uh, and Michelle, you actually missed it. The op- opening theme I chose for tonight's show was "Lying in the Sand." So, uh, yes, I figured you. Might, yeah, but I was hoping you'd get to hear it, but uh, you didn't make it on. So, so you can go back and listen to it again. though. that's okay. Uh, okay, gang, here we go. Here, question number one. Like I said, uh, in the U.S. for him to title on the line, big, uh, last kicker Anne Marie Rockenbach defending against Big Bad Bob Ziegler. Okay, Anne and Bobby listen very, very carefully. As soon as I can, let me see. Yes. Okay. Um, 
Uh, okay. We all know of one of the one of the best one of the biggest wrestling feuds of all time has been between Sting and the Nature Boy Ric Flair. However, <clears throat> when was when did when did Sting have his real his biggest opportunity for the World Heavyweight Championship? And I will and I will give. What 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 I'm what I'm asking for is the name of the pay per view, and the year, and this this is not going to be a two part. This is all one question, but I will give three choices. <clears throat> so you got to think about during the time of WCW and all that. So listen very very carefully. Was it? <clears throat> let me see. Around that time, yes. Was it? Let's see. Crap. Was it the very first Super Bowl in 1991? Was it the Great American Bash in 1990? Or was it Starcade in 1992? And, Anne, I will start with you. Can you repeat the question? Yes. <clears throat> when was the the, the main the, the main mainly the question I'm asking is when was the biggest what was Sting's biggest opportunity at Rick at 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 the at the, the World Heavyweight Title while it was while it was still being held by Ric Flair and the, and like I said the choices are the very the very first Super Bowl in 1991 the Great American Bash in 1990. Or Starcade in 1992. The very first time, the biggest, the biggest, they have met each, they have faced each other over and over again, countless times. But the biggest opportunity that Sting had to go after the world title, while it was while it was being held by Ric Flair. I mean, I asked that. I asked that. Uh, the right way, didn't I, JD? Is that is that yeah, the best way to ask? Right. That sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right. Okay. All right. I mean, Sting had other chances, but this was this was like the biggest opportunity. This was the biggest, like, most well known <laughs> opportunity that Sting had at the at Ric Flair and the world, mainly at the world title, but it was while Ric Flair was. Hold it. Bobby, are you looking it up too? I'm trying to get my internet connection to log in. Okay. No one right. with me right now. Okay. And I will reiterate question number one right here. Like I said, Indy U.S. for heavyweight title on the line here, as Anne-Marie Rockenbach defends against Big Bad Bob Ziegler. The question, the question that was at, that was asked was this. What was what was the biggest opportunity that Sting had uh, against Ric Flair for the World Heavyweight Title? That there you go. That's that that's that's the easiest way I can ask that question. And the and the choices were at the first Super Bowl in '91, the Great American Bash in 1990, or Starcade 1992. And Bobby is 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 trying to get get his internet up and going. And Ann is, is is looking at very very, very fearlessly. 
Michelle, J.D. and I were actually, while we were waiting on um, hopefully doing the match between Kendrick and Bobby tonight, we were talking about the deal with uh, this angle involving Shane McMahon, saying, you know, was it a, was this kind of, and I'll, and I'll while they're doing it, I'll, uh, let me pose this question to you. Was this, was this, was this an unexpected angle? Was McMahon, was, was Shane McMahon? With Shane McMahon popping up all of a sudden, yes. I, I mean, I kept hearing rumors that he was coming back, but I didn't know exactly, you know, what for. I, I was under the impression that they were going to send him to SmackDown. Uh, basically, stir shit up there. I didn't think he was going to come to Raw. <clears throat> so, um, for me, it was very unexpected. Um, on the aspect of that he came to Raw and not SmackDown because I kept hearing he was going to go to SmackDown. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. But let me let me also pose this question upon you. I mentioned the JD before. What was the, so I was, I, the the question. Okay, and I'll ask you this just a minute, Michelle. Let me let me let me ask this question. Let me mention the question to Bobby again. The question the question of pretty much what I'm asking is. What was Sting's biggest opportunity at Ric Flair and the World Heavyweight Championship? Was it at Super Super Bowl in ninety first Super Bowl in ninety one, the Great American Bash in nineteen ninety, or Starcade in nineteen ninety two? Where was who? Do, uh, say that again. Where was was it Sting? Sting's well, biggest, biggest opportunity, opportunity yeah. at, at the world title, like I said, it was still in the hands of Ric Flair at the time, yes. The biggest match that Sting had against Ric Flair for the world title is pretty much what I'm asking. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, while while Bobby and Ann continue to look this up, I, will, uh, um, I saw the clip of when Shane McMahon returned, Michelle, on YouTube. I've watched it about three or four different times. That towards the end of the after Vince McMahon announced that Shane McMahon was going to have to have a match at WrestleMania against the Undertaker inside of the cell in order for him to get control of Raw. Now you saw the look on Shane's face; he didn't look like he was too worried about that. And I asked this question to JD, and I'll pose this to you next: Do you think Do you think Shane's got something else up his sleeve? <laughs> yeah, I think it's called. Um... The renaming and reformation of the Bullet Club. What title was right. he holding, Chad? Oh. No, he was going after yeah, Ric Flair. At the time, Ric Flair, like I said, had the World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. Yes. But what? But this? But like I said, what I'm asking was that uh, Sting's biggest opportunity for that for, for that belt. Which pay per view and year did it come at? And did you have an answer? What the, um, what the Super Brawl, first Super Brawl in 91, the Great American Bash in 1990, or, or Starcade Did you want me to finish answering that question, or yeah, you, want me to wait? You, you, well, go, uh, Ann, are, are you? Re- I'm gonna see if they're. Let me see if either Ann or Bobby is ready. Okay, Bobby, I think I got it. 
Bobby, was, you got to answer. Bobby, go ahead. Go ahead, answer. Was Great American Passport one of the answers? Yes, it was. I'm going to go with Great American Bass 1990. Okay. And? Can y'all hear her, or do I need to put it on speakerphone so you can everyone can hear her? I, I can hear when she spoke earlier, beforehand. Mm-hmm. So I got my computer turned up as loud as I can get it without attracting attention. So. <laughs> um you see, the one thing that really got me was, was that when we were all the speculation that we were thinking that Goldberg was going to come back, the thing about it is the only thing, the only thing, the only thing that I, I was thinking about that today, and the only thing I was going to say is, if they were going to bring Goldberg in, they would have probably started doing promos and stuff by now. But have you? Did you? Did we ever see any promos on him? No, I haven't seen no. any. No, so. So obviously, this, obviously, you know, that was just a, a small fault, apparently. So a speculation, pure speculation. So, <clears throat> I, I'm sorry, Ann. Did you did you have did you have the answer? Ann, did you have the answer? The years. Oh, Super Bowl, first Super Bowl in 91, Great American Bash in 1990 or Star K 92? The first one. The first, you're, you're saying, you're saying, you're saying Super Bowl from 91? Yes. Believe it or not, Bobby is correct. It was Great American Bash 1990. That was a, yes, sweetheart, that was his, for that, yeah, yeah, J.D., was that his first big opportunity? Yes, it was, because uh, they had had a 45-minute match before, but Sting had gone after the world's title at that point, however, and that was one of his biggest opportunities to date, yes, that's correct. Yes, but that is the, but that is, is, is that was Sting's ultimate opportunity, yes, was that, at that, yeah, okay, so, yeah, so, sweetheart, that was correct, so like I said, it was Great American Bash 1990, that was the one where they had all the, they had four wrestlers around ringside, Dunkard Dog, uh, Paul Orndorff, Rick Steiner, and then El Giante. Yeah, they had the Steiner brothers and Orndorff and Junkyard Dog at ring at ringside, and El Giante was handcuffed to uh, Ole Anderson, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and that was a that was a good match. It was. That was a good match. That's on one. Of, that's on the best of Sting's DVD, and Flair's talked about that. That is one of his favorite matches, besides the Clash match. I think I have all the matches, regardless of, of of all three discs. That's probably the biggest one out of uh, on the whole DVD. Uh-huh. My, my, well, well, other than Star K ninety seven, those two are the biggest ones on there, in my personal opinion. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, right here in this match for the Indie US. Well, he also did a, a great match with Vader at King of the Cable or Invade. Uh, 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 King, King of Cable Tournament. Yeah, I remember that. Yes, yes, I do remember call that. The uh, in the U.S. World Heavyweight Championship here, like that for grabs, Anne-Marie Rockenbach defending against Big Bad Bob Ziegler, and Big Bad Bob is already up one nothing here in this in the in this match. Like I said, so we're at plenty of time, Anne. So don't get too, don't get too 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 discouraged. Here. Hey hey hey, get that pouty look off your face. <laughs> yep. Come on, come on, lift up, lift up, lift up. 
Smiles, smiles, smiles. Smile, act like you see this. I got one. Okay. <clears throat> this, this is going to sound funny. Uh, Ann and Bobby, listen to listen to uh, Iceman. I'm gonna let him take. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna let him uh, let him let him do let him do number two. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, lately this week that's been the recurring thing this week. <laughs> so it's like, even yeah. Michelle can vouch for that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to know what Brown does for you, man. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Remember, I've been getting the second question all week, Michelle, and I remember, I think it was last night, the last few nights I've been saying, who does number two work for, even last week, that's the recurring joke, though. I also told Chad, too, and we'll maybe talk about however, mind you, however, uh, we'll, if we have time, maybe I'll get your thoughts, or I'll call you after the show and get your thoughts about Total Divas last night. I haven't watched it yet. It was interesting. The reins were down again, too, for the fifth week in a row. They dropped okay. the seven seven <clears throat> this week. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, thank you, right there for that. There, much JD, and like I said, the Iceman will will be providing uh, question number two. And no, ladies and gentlemen, he don't worry about it. He's not on the toilet whenever he does this number two for some. He always falls into number two for some odd reason. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I will put this on the speaker so Ann can listen. They can hear you talk as well. So Ann and Bobby listen very, very carefully to JD. He has, he has question number two there. Okay, I said it's yeah, right. That's yeah. Okay. Hey, right, man, go ahead. All right. In 1997 at Halloween Havoc, Randy Savage and Diamond Dallas Page had a specialty match, however, that was considered a very unique match. What was it called? Was it a Hell in a Cell, B, Las Vegas Sudden Death Match, or C, First Blood? And I'm going to start with Ann. Okay. Okay. Ann, did you, did you hear the question? What the hell was that? I don't know what that was. I have no idea what it was. I don't even want to say what it sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> step on a duck. <laughs> okay. Step on a frog. Oh, oh what a jet, jet stream you leave there. Ooh. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, yeah, he did. JD, repeat the choices to Ann, please. Okay. A. First Blood, B, Las Vegas, Sudden Death, C, Hell in a Cell. Las Vegas, Sudden Death. Okay. Bobby? What was the um, two people's um, names? Randy Savage and Diamond House Page at Halloween Havoc 1997 had a specialty match. And your choices are, again, A, First Blood, B, Las Vegas sudden death or C a steel uh, hell in a cell. Yeah, there you go. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at what y'all doing, but my brother is sending me pictures of my nephew and I'm tripping. Nice. Oh, I'm sorry. 
Did any of you guys see on the Ellen show today Kate McKinnon tried to do Ellen DeGeneres? Today, in the mm-hmm. opener. It was, it was supposed to be pretty funny. No. It was pretty funny, I heard. <laughs> what pay per view was it? <laughs> Halloween Havoc 1997. Uh, what answer did she give? She chose B, Las Vegas Sudden Death Match. Uh, I'm going to have to go to the same thing. You were both correct. Yes, it was, and it was a great match, too. So you each get a point on that one. That is correct. It, it was held in Vegas, wasn't it? Yes, it was at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. That was the same night Eddie Guerrero and uh, Mysterio uh, met in Mask versus Title. Oh, oh, okay, okay. All right. Thank you, J.D., of course. <clears throat> Uh, great question here, by the way. And, of course, you definitely dominated number two. Oh. That is that. That is awful. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, let me see. Let me see. I might have one in mind. Give me a second here, uh, folks, and I, will, and I will pop up number... Uh, uh, Ooh, Greg just sent me something that was pretty surprising just now. Uh, he He's reporting that apparently there was a story going out saying that Tyson Kidd may never wrestle again. What? Yeah. Greg said something. There's a report going out, however. It says here, as Tyson Kidd continues to rehab, uh, the former champion may never wrestle again since the company is rumored to be reluctant to clear him. But the company what has not cleared him yet. He 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 has the same injury as Edge. Yeah. So one false move, he's paralyzed. So he might be done. So uh-huh. he is done, from what he's, I read. He's done. Yeah. Right. Right. Huh. <clears throat> Unbelievable. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. There you go. Right, right. Okay, okay. All right. Excuse me. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> okay. All right, Ann and Bobby, listen very carefully. This is match number three of, of uh, match number 17, question number three, I should say. In the U.S. World Heavyweight Championship on the line, Anne Marie Rockenbach defending against Big Bad Bob Ziegler, where Big Bad Bob is up two to one. Huh. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Let me see how I how I can ask this. Uh, all right. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll make this one kind of a two parter here. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. We'll do that. 
All right. <clears throat> In October of 2011, uh, a the current the current design of the Intercontinental Championship belt that you see today that you see now was 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 reintroduced <clears throat> and here and, and, and here is the question this is a two parter so so two there are two there are two points at stake here a <coughs> that well, what I'm simply asking is that a when was this modified version of the classic intercontinental title design introduced and who introduced it was it and i will and i will give three and i will give three choices was it uh let's see yeah was it at was it a survivor series uh introduced by chris jericho was it b hell in the cell introduced by cody rhodes or was it c uh SummerSlam, and it was introduced by kane Hmm. October 2011, I said the Intercontinental Championship belt was reintroduced. They brought back the older design like they used to have back around the, during the 80s. Okay. Uh, Repeat it again. Okay, for some reason I'm having trouble hearing Ann. Is there any uh, bad weather out her way, maybe? I got it. Possibly? I, I, I got it. She 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 had something plugged up. That's why I couldn't hear. It. I got it. I, okay. She's got it. Think, yeah. Okay. The choice the choices were the cho- the choices was a that it was introduced as Survivor Series and it was oh it was introduced as Survivor Series and it was and it was brought back by Chris Jericho. B, it was introduced at Hell in a Cell by Cody Rhodes, or C, it was introduced at SummerSlam by King. <clears throat> hey, Cody Rhodes. You, you're saying it was introduced at Hell, at, at Hell in a Cell by Cody Rhodes. Okay, yes. B- Bobby. I'm, t- I'm going to say the same thing. Okay, okay, they both got it right. Both get two points each. And <clears throat> so, J.D., um, the score it now goes to... Bobby, 4-3. Okay, now you remember that's okay. You did count it. Yeah, I counted as two points. Yeah, each. Two points. Okay, so so and and back in the thick of things here as big big bad Bob is now only four to three. uh, And uh, don't worry, you got plenty of time, sweetheart. You're only up to question number four, and she's giving me a little like she wants to choke me with that. So, (laughs) you know where you live. Uh, she yeah. Does she want me? Does she want me around the very next day? I don't know. big <laughs> boy. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, all right. This is question number four. Okay. All right. You've heard me now, Bobby and Ann. Both. You've heard me say this. Talk about this on the show. So I'm gonna see if you remember this. I want to say uh, uh, oh, I haven't uh, 
Okay, well, you might you might get you might have an idea. I have an idea. Okay. Several years ago the lot the, the local <laughs> lottery here in North Carolina introduced a lottery ticket with Ric Flair's picture on the front of it. Oh. What 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 was the oh, hold on, hold on. What was the name of what was the name of the ticket? And I'll give you three choices. Was it A the Four Horsemen? B uh styling and profiling? Or C Woo Bobby, I'll start with you. I'm gonna go with C. You're going with C, and I've told I've said this story. I've told this story. <clears throat> Both have got it right. It was in fact you we do it again. Y'all, y'all have to hear it again. <laughs> I've gotta say what it is. I mean, Okay. Woo! <laughs> and believe it or not, he did a sequel to that called Woo Two. Oh yeah, I remember I'm that. Not, yeah. I'm not, Bobby. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and also believe it or not, and and if you want to look at further, the, the commercial there are the, the commercials for those tickets are for on y'all. Silver gun. I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at your boss, boy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just And the commercials are on YouTube, so if you want everyone to look at them, they're on there. Yeah. Just look for. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. I have one. Number? You have one. Okay. Uh, and JD, we're up to um, five. Uh, I'll do six. Yeah. Okay, we're up to. Uh, well, okay, you're up number five. No, I'm talking about score, please. It is a score of two, five to four. Five to four. Bobby still, Bobby still leads. I see the U.S. World Heavyweight Title on the line here, and Ann still gives me that. Oh boy, <laughs> she wants to choke me. She wants to choke me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, um, uh, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, has a question, so I will go ahead and pass that along. I will go ahead and pass pass that along to her. Uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, so, uh, so uh, Michelle, go ahead. Ann and Bobby, listen directly to the Black Widow. She has question number five. Okay. <laughs> Randy Orton is the subject. <laughs> um, hmm. Shit, my phone won't stop going on. Um, we all know that he was a member of the Civil Evolution shortly after he made his WWE debut, uh, which led him into one of the title reigns. Uh, Wait a minute. Yes. Which led him to one of the title reigns uh, that he first held with the company, and I can give you choices. Please do. What 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 was that? <laughs> I didn't say anything. That must have been some background noise. I wouldn't worry about it. 
Can I get some choices? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, A, the hardcore title. B, the intercontinental title. Or C, the heavyweight title. So you're asking, while Randy Orton was in Evolution, he won his first belt. And you're asking which belt it was. It is. It was. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. And Bobby or Ann, whoever wants to start it, go ahead and say if you know it. Bobby? I'm looking it up just to be sore. <laughs> yeah, I know I haven't done this throughout the whole show, but I will I will start asking this question that whenever each each both Ann and Bobby give their answers, I will ask them if they want to say that as their final and if they want to give an if they want to give an opportunity to uh Uh, to, to change it. So. I'm going to go with the same answer. Uh, and are you sticking with your answer? Okay. Bobby, are you sticking with your answer? Yeah. Michelle? What did they say? Both said the hardcore title. They're both wrong. It was the IC title. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's right, yes. Yes, he was the first one um, in Evolution to hold it for the company with his debut with Evolution. Okay, that's right. That's right. So, Michelle, great question there. So, J.D., the score, I think, remains? 5-4. Five, 5-4. Four. Five, four. Still in favor of Big Bad Bob Ziggler. Yes. As the last figure, Anne-Marie Rockenbach, continues to hold, hold on. Uh, to, to hold on to, to that. Uh, hold on to the Indy U.S. World Heavyweight title. She's, she's holding on the best way she can. So, but uh, my question also, ha- number six, has to do with evolution as well. So I was thinking about this a little while ago. Okay. Can I answer? <laughs> this, but you may know it, but like I said, just listen very, very carefully. Listen very carefully. Okay. All right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. We all know who... Let's see. We all we we primarily know that Triple H and Ric Flair are two are of course two uh, in the beginning was two thirds and eventually became two fourths of Evolution. Of the other two, of of the other of the other half, we'll we'll say of that uh, of that uh, stable, which one of the two. This is only just two choices, obviously. Which one of the two came in? Came in first 
after Triple H and Ric Flair formed the group? Which one of the following two came in next? Was it A, Randy Orton, or was it B, Batista? And, Ann, I'll start with you. Okay, okay. Is that your is that your final? Okay, Bobby. What was what is the answer? She answered Batista. I was gonna say the same thing. <coughs> Both of y'all wrong. It was Orton. Ah, ah. Batista. Orton Orton started in the group. And then Batista joined afterwards because <coughs> I think that was shortly after JD Krebby, if I'm wrong about this. This was this was shortly after uh I think Triple H put out the bounty on Goldberg after Goldberg won the world title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's right. Yep. And, and, and Batista was the one that injured Goldberg's ankle and so therefore they said that they said one of the things that could happen that if you do something to Goldberg not only would you would will you know, give you this hundred thousand dollar bounty but we'll we'll make it so you bring bring you into yep. evolution. And obviously it was Batista. Right. So Orton was already in the group. <clears throat> so, 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 so going five into, four. So five four, and going into question number seven. And I had that one. And I think John said he had one too. Uh, I tell you what. I tell you what. Uh, JD, let's save yours for number eight. I'll save okay, for number we can eight. do that. We'll say it was number eight. It's a good one. We'll say it for number eight. Uh, John, if you go ahead and post your question, we'll let you take care of question number seven and let you go ahead and post uh, post the question up so that way I can uh, read it. I can read it to, uh, I said, our two competitors here because they are, they're itching for some competition. So, yeah. <laughs> and this process of and cut. Ann comes through the screen right now wanting to choke the living heck out of me. She doesn't leave Oh, here. boy. Uh, okay, his, 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 his is popping up now, so stand by there, ladies and germs. I will go ahead and uh, I will have it all set to go here. Okay, anyway, here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> All right, Bobby and Ann, pay-per-view in question is Nine of Champions 2011. The question is, Mark Henry won the world title over who at Nine of Champions in 2011? Uh, <laughs> and and <clears throat> hold on, wait, 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 hold on. Was and here are your choices. Was it A. The Big Show, B. Kane, C. Randy Orton or D Christian? And Bobby, I'll start with you. Uh, I'm having trouble with my internet. Go ahead and go to um, Ann. Okay, Ann. I have champions. Two thousand eleven. Mark Henry won the world title. From the Big Show, Kane, Orton, or Christian? Orton. You're saying Orton, Bobby? Uh, I'm gonna go with Orton. Oh, that you have it correct. It is in fact Randy Orton. 
So now, JD, the score is up to six to five. Oh, okay, six five. Still in favor of Bobby. Just 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 one point so far is separating these two, and in the quest for the Indy U.S. World Heavyweight Championship. <clears throat> As like I said, match number match number seventeen of Revolution Reborn uh, pops up. It continues on, and of course, uh, the Iceman here will have question number eight. All oh, I think he already has one already, ready to go. Uh, Bobby John's actually giving you a little bit of props. He says you're on a roll, there, man. Thank uh, you. Both of you guys are on a roll. You guys are doing really well. And John, you, uh, John, you are so wrong on the birthdays. Yet I prove you wrong yet again. Corey Graves' birthday is today from my hometown of Pittsburgh. Thirty-two, I believe, Ooh, yesterday. Corey Graves. Mm. My, I told you, my friends met him, Michelle. He is a cool, cool dude. I like Corey Graves. I mean, I mean, he is one of the best, yep, up and coming announcers in the business, hands down. I mean, he's so he doesn't pull punches. He just goes out there and tells you how it really is. And it's mm. just a shame he couldn't wrestle no more because he had so much potential. But as an announcer, he's a hell of an announcer. I gotta say. So, John, I prove you wrong yet again. Oh, my goodness. <coughs> All right, J.D., go ahead. Ann and Bobby, await your question. I await question number eight, so go ahead and bring it to them, please. Okay. We're going to go a little old school here on number eight. In 1983, okay. at the very first Starcade, however, Ric Flair and Harley Race met in Greensboro. The question is, what kind of match was it that they fought in to decide the championship match? Your choices are A, Steel Cage, B, Three Levels of Hell, or C, Iron Man match. And, Anne, I'll go to you first. A. Okay. You say A. a. Bobby? I'm going to say A as well. You are both correct. Yes, it was. It was a steel cage match, and Gene Kaniski was the guest referee. You both each get a point. That is correct. <laughs> and at the, as we go into question nine, it is two, four, five, six, seven, three, four, five, six, seven to six. It is still anyone's ball game, guys. Yes, it is. And question number nine popping up here. <clears throat> of course, like I said, one more question for one point apiece. For one for one point, and then of course the big one, which would be worth five. So it could be anybody's, and there might be a special surprise for at question number ten. I don't know that yet. So maybe so so Bobby and Ann, just listen very very carefully. Uh, uh, so question number I, nine here. I, I, I'm see. curious about this surprise. You'll you'll hear here you'll hear it here momentarily. You'll hear it here momentarily. Let me see here. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, <clears throat> we'll, we'll we'll stay around the old school racket here. Okay. Uh, let me see. Just wanted to let me see how I can uh, how I can ponder this. Uh, yes, 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 yes. I got it. I got it. Okay. All right. In late 1980, okay, the years, think of 1987, um, <coughs> is the, who, who did, okay, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Who, okay, 
1987, there was a song. There, there was a song of done, uh, sung or sung by an actual wrestler. The song was called "Pile Driver." Mm. The, que- the the question is, who? I mean, I mean, there were several. There were there was a bunch of wrestlers involved in the video and all that stuff, but who? Who sang? Who who sang? Who was credited with 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 with, with singing "Pile Driver"? And I'll give you choices. <clears throat> was it Hulk Hogan, um, Shawn Michaels, or Coco Beware? <laughs> and Ann, I'll start with you. I'm looking at the. Okay. And- and Bobby, and Bobby, I, I know you're. Uh, it's pile driver, one word. Yes, it is. In this case, it is. Yes. That video, that video was great. Y'all don't give it away, but that video was great. Yeah, I don't know if I ever saw it or not, but. Uh, I actually was just born when that that movie that was made too. Yes. It was done in October. It was done in October. So you were born. You weren't even a month old, probably after that thing was made. I actually have a video copy of it. Well, I bought it from somebody off of eBay. Tape is still in good shape. And I found the video countless times on YouTube. What were the questions? Hulk, Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, or Coco Beware. He was credited with singing Pile Driver. Was singing Pile Driver. 1987. Hmm. Hulk Hogan. You're saying Hulk Hogan, Bobby. That's all I'm seeing too. I'm seeing Hulk Hogan. Says Hulk Hogan was had a head. Wearing a hard hat, but you're not singing about where, where who is actually singing the song. I haven't haven't seen anything yet, but the only thing I'm seeing so far is Hulk Hogan. Well, let me give you all a couple more minutes. I mean, I'm sure that wherever you're looking it up, I'm sure it's on there somewhere. Okay, 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 okay. And 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 Anne is not satisfied with her first answer. She's going to change it. What is it, Anne? Okay. You're saying okay. You're saying Coco Beware, Bobby. I'm going to say the same thing. Well, if you are correct, it wasn't that Coco Beware that same pile driver, because they kept going back and forth between him on the construction site and also him in the ring with the parrot. What was his name? Frankie. Yeah. The parrot. His parrot's name was Frankie. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> that video was so funny. I think that who was Arnold Scullin that went into the quarter giant at the end of it, and they. Uh, I think it was or Mean Gene. <laughs> they, they, I think it was Arnold Scullin. I don't think no, Mean Gene wasn't in the video. I know that. Yeah. And as we go into the main event, the final question: It is a score of two, four, five, six, seven, eight for Bobby, and four, five, six, seven, eight to seven. Eight to seven, Bobby still leads in this match here for, like I said, in the U.S. for a heavyweight title match number 17, Revolution Reborn. 
sweetheart, don't shake your head. Don't shake your head. You have nothing to be, she has nothing to be ashamed of. So. <clears throat> she just, yeah. Yeah, don't make me bring Michelle in here. Oh! <laughs> oh, oh no. Bring in the fucking big gun. <laughs> Okay. All right. As I said before, question number 10, of course, like I said, as always, is for the final one. And believe it or not, here is is the surprise. Since since there is two of you in this match, the question will be worth 10. We'll get ten points. So was, was that a surprise? That was a surprise. Yeah, I, I said, <laughs> yeah. I said since it would of course be in a close match like this, I man, I couldn't help myself. I had to do something, do something to maybe raise their spirits a little bit. So, all right. <clears throat> uh, and Bobby, I wish you both the very best of luck here. Okay. Score, score going into this is eight seven. Right now, Big Bad Bob does have a slight, a, a slight lead over the last two for Anne Marie Rockenbach, and Anne Marie is hoping, like I said, to just, is, is hoping to get the belt back and put it back on her wall where she had it. So, <clears throat> so, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Right here, the final question. I will make this one a blowout of a question here. Okay. Okay, I think I've got it. I got it. Okay, this this is this is much more recent than what I've been asking. Okay, and Bobby, here we go. Get yourself ready to go here. Make sure they're all prepared here. Bobby, are you ready? Yeah, going. And are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Cheer up a little bit, sweetheart. Cheer up. Come on. Cheer up. <clears throat> At WrestleMania 21 in 2005. Eugene was was in the ring talking when all of a sudden he was attacked by Muhammad Hassan and Davari. Who I might have done this one before, but this is just, this just came to me at the last minute. Who came to the defense of Eugene? Who <laughs> was it? Huh? Who came to the? Who aid? came to? Who? Who, who came to the? To Eugene's aid is what pretty much is what I'm asking, and here are, here are the choices, and you'll get and you'll get three choices from me. Was it? <clears throat> let's see. Was it Stone? Was it Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan, or Rowdy Roddy Piper? He said WrestleMania 21, right? Yes. He spelled Eugene. Muhammad Hassan and Devar came out to attack Eugene while Eugene was out there greeting the fans. Who came to Eugene's defense? Tell Eugene for me. E-U-G-E-N-E. E-U-G-E-N-E. Yes. Yes. Okay. Who came to his defense after he was attacked by Hassan and Devar? Was it Stone Cold Hulk Hogan or, or Roddy Roddy Piper? And uh, and did you did you have do you, do you have the answer? What, what, go ahead, Ann. If you know it, go go ahead. Hulk Hogan. You're saying Hulk Hogan. Okay. 
Bobby, do you have an answer? Uh, I'm going to go with Hulk Hogan as well. Oh, Lord. I'm gonna... It's a friggin' tie. I think so. Let me just let me double check my math here, guys. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Eighteen for Bobby. And three, four, five, six, seven. Hold on. Three, hold on. Three, four, five, six, seven, ten. And I just want to do my math again. Two, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nope. Not quite. Bobby pulled it out the last minute. Eighteen to seventeen. Ladies and gentlemen. Wow. And I'm, and great and match, I'm, you guys. I'm, great, great I'm, match. I knew, I knew that was I'm coming go- to the wire. And I'm going to get killed on this later. <laughs> you, she's getting, oh boy, she's giving me the look now. She's giving me the look. You're. Your winner and the new NDUS World Heavyweight Champion, Big Bad Bob Ziegler. Nice job, Bob. Nice job, Ian. Good work, you both. Yeah, good, good, good job. Good job, both of y'all. I, I got an announcement. Yes, Michelle, go ahead, please. <laughs> now, yeah, okay, the big fucking guns are coming in here, damn it. Hold on. <laughs> and. You know you're a great competitor, 100% inside and out. It's not about winning or losing. You're a beautiful person. You did a great job. Always know that. Bobby, great job. Thank you. Always willing yes. to compete. Uh, you're starting to learn your shit, obviously. That's good. Uh, and you did a great job. And do not be down on yourself about no, this. No, not at all. At all. You are a fabulous person, competitor. You're like a sister to me, and I love you to death, and you do a great job every time. Yes, you do. I can speak sweetheart, you, sweetheart, sweetheart, sweetheart. <laughs> Don't be shy, sweetheart. Talk, please. I mean, she, she's, she's, go ahead, sweetheart. They, they're, they're just giving you some encouragement here. They want to make sure that, uh, you didn't you didn't go down in vain, sweetheart. At least it wasn't a blowout. Oh, that's not a nasty. We don't want it to be a blowout anyway. I don't like blowouts. <laughs> she said she said everything was okay. She said it was all okay. Um, she said she's fine. She's uh, she's. I I don't know what I don't know what did it for. I don't know which one it was that. The first that question. Was, that was that first question. That's what it came down it, to. That was the only question. Other than that, it was a tight race the whole way through. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah. But uh, like I said, big bad Bob Ziegler coming off of a off of a, off of a big time loss. Uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, let me see. What was it? Uh, last week, of course. Of course, having the the, the world television championship, and and of course. Coming off of a tough loss for that, but kind of <laughs> come back and uh, and uh, says we did say at some point that he was going to uh, uh, that he was going to hopefully go home to with one with one or two belts tonight. And yep. right now, as far as we know, he's going home with one. So 
So, ladies and gentlemen, the Indy U.S. World Heavyweight Championship now now goes to the, in the hands of Big Bad Bob Ziggler. So, Bob, uh, you have a belt you can go put on your wall. So, thank you, Scott. Yes. Uh, I got a question. Yes. May I ask a question? You may. Um, how long before belts can be challenged after they're won? I forgot what you told me. After we do every single belt in this pay-per-view. I mean, there's a bunch every of them to do. Okay. Oh, boy, that could take a long time. <laughs> That's gonna be a, it's going to be a while, yes, because, like I said, we might be able to knock out a few more on the shows. But then, of course, like I said, we have the ones we have the ones for the folks that, you know, we don't hear from at all on here that we have to probably do on the page itself. So we have to like, reach out, like I said, to uh, Ontario and Ontario Hewitt and uh, Sandy Hayes and also uh, Randy Halen and Rodney Adams. I think we're the only other ones. Well, Gregory, of course, uh, he's got matches here too. And but I, I've already I've already reserved a match for him whenever he wants whenever he can do it. But it's, it's of course whenever JML makes his way back on. And he might be back course. soon. I think he said the last I talked to him, he said how I think he's going to try to get back as soon as possible. However, school wrapping up soon. How he's going to try to make it back on somehow. Okay, so if Gregory's on the same time, we might do that match. It's the Hell in a Form World Heavyweight Title, and JML's been saying he wants that. And Gerard's even confirmed it with me. He says he wants that belt. So, so I may just we may hold off and, and let. Let JML go after Gregory for that belt. That's going to be pretty good. Uh, but tomorrow uh, night. One, but, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but one thing. Yes. Um, very good questions on that trivia. And yes. like I said, both competitors did great. Yes. And as you know, I love you all, but this wind out here is about to freeze me to freaking death. Uh, so I will talk to you all tomorrow night. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Michelle, go ahead. Go, go ahead. And get in where it's nice and warm, nice and safe, and uh, and uh, we will talk to you here, of course, tomorrow night, of course, on the ne- on uh, uh, on our uh, next edition of Wolfpack. So, 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 thank you very much. Okay. So. And I love you. You did great. Keep yes, you did. Up, Bobby, great job. Good night. Thank guys. you. Good night, Michelle. Day. See you tomorrow. Yes, see you tomorrow, Michelle. That's of course like said, the Black Widow. Love <coughs> Michelle and Dodds. Okay, Michelle says, okay, thank you very much. And Ann says, uh, best wishes to her as well. Of course, and Michelle Lynn Dallas, Black Widow, of course, tomorrow night, along with her attitude duo partner, King and W.O.G.R.T. Smith, will be defending the top heel world tag team titles against the duo here that you just heard here tonight, the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rothenbach, and Big Bad Bob Ziegler. <clears throat> so uh, on that note here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, like I said, we will, we will, of course, match number 16, the NXT U.S. World Heavyweight title belt. We'll hopefully we'll have that match here soon. If not anytime this week, then next week we'll definitely have that match again at some point. Uh, we'll try we'll try to reach uh, Kendrick Smith, the current champion, see when he can have that title match again. Uh, and <clears throat> that match still stands at four questions. And uh, J.D. Humphrey, you still have a record of that match as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have it with me. It's still 4-2. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. okay, so it's 4-2 in favor of Kendrick in that one. So, so I'll be, Is that correct? Yes, because we were up to question four, five last night. Yeah. Okay, all right. 
So like I said, tomorrow night, Top Hill World Tag Titles will be on the line. The Attitude Duo will take on Ann and Bobby. And then, of course, Friday Night's Revolution will be a special one, as I mentioned before. We will then, we will have this, this. Actually, this is one. This is something that we have been working on since before Christmas, and we never had a chance to get it fixed up, finished, finished up until actually I just finished it up just the other day. And so we will have this uh, on the Friday edition of Revolution. It will be the Ministry of Darkness Fantasy Stable pay per view, and I will run down. There will be only nine matches in this Fantasy Stable pay per view, and I will run down. I will run down the matches here uh, one by one here right there. <clears throat> and so here we go. The first match will be a triple threat as Midian will, will face both Sabu and Mankind. Match number two will be Viscera taking on Bam Bam Bigelow. Number three will be a manager's match as Paul Bearer will take on Paul Haven. Match mm. number four. Match number four will be Gangrel taking on Jake the Snake Roberts. Match number five will be a fatal four-way match as Christian will will go out will 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 uh, will compete against Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and Owen Hart. <clears throat> match number six will pit Edge versus Ravishing Rick Rude. Match number seven will be a triple threat as Farouk will battle Booker T and Scott Hall which would be a great match. Match number eight, we'll pit Bradshaw, not as JBL, but just as plain mm. Bradshaw, as he will take on Kevin Nash. And match number nine, which is, which is the main event match for, for this pay-per-view, will pit The Undertaker versus The Sandman versus Road Warrior Animal versus Big John Stud. So this will be a very tremendous pay-per-view. Like we will have it Friday night on the Friday edition of WWS Revolution. Like I said, be sure to join us tomorrow night for NWO Wolfpack where we will have the Top Heel World Tag Title match <clears throat> um, to take place. And then, of course, like I said, Friday Revolution, we will have this fancy staple pay-per-view. Uh, before we go, like I said, my, my congrats, of course, as, as always, my congrats here to, uh, first off, the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rockenbach, she put up one heck of a fight. Yes. She 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 did not back off. She did not give up. She did not. She 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 uh, she 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 threw out all the punches and and she 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 really she really stayed. She came in out swinging. She she came out she came out swinging and uh, uh, <clears throat> and of course our, our congratulations also to Bobby as well. Yes. Or like I said, even though coming off of a tough loss last week and losing the television world television title to Michelle, coming back and tonight and winning the Indy US World Heavyweight title. Like I said, Bobby, you have now have another belt you can put on your wall. So so uh so you'll have that belt for a little while until we have an opportunity to do a, yeah. another another pay per view thing and then we'll or another event somewhere down the line and you can defend that belt whenever 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 possible. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I definitely want to want to thank uh, of course I gotta thank since since he was on the line since he's on the line here with us still, I gotta thank, like I said, King Ice. King NWO GTS, the one and only Gerard T. Smith. Of course, he is the 2014 WWS Hall of Famer. He's, of course, the mainstay of the radio network and <clears throat> the CEO of WCWS. Of course, his his tag team partner, as always here, who's holding many of the tag team titles here in our trivia title pay-per-view, 
He's the Iceman, J.D. Jerry Geraldo. Of course, he is a 2015 WC, WCWS Hall of Famer. Of course, also a part of Raw Radio in the Outlook, in the Outlook, and also Wrestling Revisited. Also, want to thank the Black Widow, Love, Love, and Michelle Lynn Dons for popping on here as well. Uh, and of course, I should be back on tomorrow night. On the, we'll see. We'll talk to her again tomorrow night on Wolfpack. Of course, she is part of the Attitude Duo from Attitude Radio here every Saturday night at nine, right here on TalkShoot.com. <clears throat> and also, definitely one thing, like I said, uh, my my friend here, my neck of the woods here, uh, here in Trinity, North Carolina, the home of WWS, uh, Big Bad Bob Ziggler, for joining us here as well. And also, on the chat box, on the chat box, also as well, the human suplex machine, John Gross, uh, from Raw Radio. Of course, thank you, John, for coming on for coming on tonight. And um, also, of course, via Skype tonight, definitely want to thank the last kicker, Amory Rockenbach, for also popping on as well. Uh, and um, like I said, she, uh, like I said, gave gave one as always. She gave gave one tremendous fight, so we have to we give her her props and give her her due for that. So, yes. so ladies and gentlemen, thank you, thank you everyone for joining us here tonight for the Wednesday edition of Revolution. We will talk to you tomorrow night for NWO Wolfpack. That call ID will be one three eight five two one pound. Phone number, of course, always here in the radio network is one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. And we uh, so definitely join us tomorrow night. Well, what should be a very uh, energetic night here, of course, in the radio network as we continue our action-packed week, as we always talk about. This is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, uh, of course, brought, uh, with another uh, broadcast for the WWS Radio Network, where it's for wrestling fans by wrestling fans, and of course, it is always your wrestling connection. Gang, we'll talk to you tomorrow night on NWO Wolfpack. Take care. See see you in the ring. And as always here in the radio network, God bless. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.